When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. podcast <laughs> Eduardo. Eduardo starting off the show with our thoughts entirely it's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there that's all of our great shows you can tell my voice is back and if you can please give us a five star review wherever you get your podcast plus if you can like share subscribe follow or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers fast break pop culture cosmos game source inside sports fantasy football symblades symblades with a y.com right there on Joe's head right down below you want to go ahead and transform your lawn into something much more magical than it is today and you live in the SoCal area please go ahead and check out symblades symblades with a y.com plus as he said during our live broadcast playback.tv slash Lakers fast break, which you can be a part of each and every game. He said Lakersball.com was on fire. So go ahead and check out why they were on fire today as Ox1947 and everyone at Lakersball.com will greet you and warm you. Hopefully give you a great reception. Then tell you why the Lakers suck tonight. And you can find out at Lakersball.com. Plus our good friends at Lakerholics.com. Laker Tom, who is also part of our watch party, actually had a pretty big watch party tonight. Hopefully next time you'll be able to join us for that. But the number one Lakers blogger was there. That's Laker Tom. Go ahead and check out what he and Jamie are arguing about today. They actually got me involved in it. So go ahead and check out why at Lakerholics.com. Plus also as well our good friends at Hoopheads Podcast Network. And if you can support all of that, it is sincerely appreciated. And if you can, Please, as John McCallion saying, like to his channel, like and subscribe. Like the videos and subscribe today. It really helps us out. We're actually getting very close to 500 subscribers here on YouTube, and we're really happy with that. Plus, our good friends at Courtside Lakers on Instagram. Got to give a big a shout out as well. Always like the fact that we've got 5,000 subscribers watching us there as well. But the Lakers, that wasn't a pretty sight today. You know, at the last time the Lakers head to Portland, they actually didn't think so, didn't look so good. The Lakers were down by 27, I believe was the score, 26 or 27. Yet they came back with a strong, valiant effort in the second half and defeated the Portland Trailblazers in one of the best games of the years for Lakers fans. With the same magic return as the Lakers found themselves down big and down early with Terrible offense. AD was struggling on the offense side early. Plus also as well, Damian Lillard got hot and there found no way to go ahead and stop them from the perimeter. The shooting by Portland, especially by Damian Lillard, was pretty good. Again, Damian Lillard came into the game really, I think, fired up to go ahead and beat the Lakers, especially after what happened last time. And he scored 40 points in this return matchup. The three points for, they were almost 50% from three-pointer is 48.9%. So great shooting. And unfortunately, the Lakers did nothing to stop them. The rotations were bad. But also the fact that LeBron James, even after an extensive workout before the game, and also as well, probably in Phoenix as he was enjoying the Super Bowl, still had to sit out with right ankle soreness or right foot soreness or whatever is rumored to be going on there. But 
was not too pleased that he decided to sit out after spending some time at the Super Bowl. But you know what? It led to a loss as the Lakers, unfortunately, lose 127-115 in a game they could not find any which way to realistically catch up after a large deficit. But here today to talk about today's disaster and a way that uh, we can go ahead and count another loss in the shrinking number of games that we have left on the season. Now 24 games left on the season. The Lakers are now 26 and 32 back to six games under 500, still 13th in the Western Conference, still looking far up at the other teams. Good man indeed. He's a madman from Toronto. He did get out of Toronto traffic to watch this disaster. It is the magic man, Sean Grice. And Sean, you cannot be pleased. Almost all the new players are there. The rotations still look erratic. The perimeter defense on Damian Lillard was bad because he seemed to cut us through like butter. And there was no impetus on trying to regain a second half like we did the last time with Portland where there was just not enough energy to come back. Your thoughts on today's game. Also as well, Anthony Davis has just not gelled in the past five games since he came back from injury. I think something's wrong there. Do you? Yes, I do. I do think there's something wrong with him. Whatever the cause, whatever the reasons, he's just, his. he's not eating where he normally eats. And what do I mean by that? Well, normally he likes to get going with using his mid-range usually early on. So every once in a while he'll he'll might get into low posts for you know a couple duckins here and there, but for the most part he lives and breathes out on the mid range. Hasn't happened the past three games. Um, he has no lift whatsoever. He can't he can't jump like a pogo stick. Like I said, I've seen him play live three times. I'd like to think I know when he's looking healthy and when he's not looking healthy. He doesn't look healthy to me. And my God, Gerald, as far as the game tonight, let me ask you a question, Gerald. Are you a James Bond fan? Absolutely. Bond. All right. All right. James Bond. Do you remember Goldeneye? I do. All right. Do you remember when he wore the uh, he wore the glasses and he would only get like three or four hours sleep, but the technology within the glasses would allow him to get eight to nine? That was yes. like the reverse of what happened to us tonight. The The glasses did not work. We look completely out of sync. We look lost at times. Um, at some points, D'Angelo Russell was running running to the, the basket when he should have been running to his man in the corner. And uh, the I'm best... going to say, well, I'm, let me say this on the Riverside. You do have a whole bunch of new players. You are trying to mesh into the system. But I, I know Darvin's Ham's rotations as far as who, the, the, the directives, what's going on there. Still, these are NBA players. They run similar formats to each other from all 30 teams, run similar formats to one another. Let's just let's just put it right out there. But it just seems to me like the Lakers look lost on the defensive end tonight and look so much better on Saturday. Yeah, Gerald, it, it's it, uh, for, it, it, it's like night and day here. Freaking frack. It's so weird um, how they could look cohesive and – and almost gelling without even a practice. And then tonight they, you know, they look like a 10 bad pound bag of crap. Um, yeah. Again, my first, my first question to Darvin Ham after tonight's game would be help me understand why you're playing drop coverage against Damian Lillard with a healthy Anthony Davis, because if Anthony Davis isn't healthy, that would make more sense to me. Maybe not the whole game, but I could understand during stretches. But the fact that you have a perennial all-NBA defender and you you felt that the best game plan going into a barn where their best guy shoots 37% from, from 33 feet and beyond is beyond me. Damian Lillard doesn't get the credit he deserves being a facilitator he, he's basically the same kind of facilitator Steph Curry is but because Steph has uh rings and has the mojo Dame doesn't get the genuflection that he should in that regard 
because if you're going to play drop coverage against him, fine. He'll just kill you from deep. He doesn't need anyone's help if you're going to play drop coverage, but he can facilitate. He can't do that. But Portland didn't need to do any of that in the in the opening 15 minutes drill. This was piss, 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 piss effort. That's all I could say. It, it felt like that Jackie Moon quote from, uh, you know, I got cat piss in my eyes when he's like sweating so much. That's that's kind of what our defense looked like. It looked awful. And I uh, I yield the floor back to you, sir. Well, again, to me, I'm kind of uh, it. It all it centers around LeBron. If LeBron is not there, I don't know how many games you're going to be able to win or you're going to be able to pull out because you see what happens. AD is just not right. It's, you know, 18 rebounds, 20 plus rebounds, 20 plus points. Yes. But look at the shooting numbers since he's come back eight of 18 tonight. Oh, two from three, 19 points and 20 rebounds. I mean, just he's, he's able to go ahead and do what he needs to do defensively, but offensively, it's just not the same story as it once was, but here today to talk about today's game, Good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing. Unfiltered at playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. And boy, was it unfiltered today. It is Joe Sorrow. And Joe, great to have you here, my friend. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts. today. I mean, I understand all these new players coming in. You got to work them into the system. But when the system's already damaged already, it really makes things a little bit worse. I think Portland deflated the Lakers in the first quarter. They just weren't able to get it together. I don't think anyone expected Portland to make 11 threes in the, uh, in the first quarter. I I don't remember ever seeing any team hitting 11 three pointers against us ever in the first quarter. They, I believe they only made two baskets from inside three that whole quarter, which was just tragic this kind of loss would would be status quo being that it's in portland typically yeah but because every loss up there but every loss uh at this point is a it's it's just closer and closer to the edge and lebron james not playing uh will create that you're never gonna you're never gonna get together any cohesive chemistry here when one or the other is out, um, especially at this point when you have what's supposed to be the next like phase of this team, which is actually young guys that are acclimating themselves to the to the team and to the offense. Remember, and, because remember your friend Rob Palenka said that we are now in pre-agency. Yeah, I can I can buy that. Uh, I think what that meant was there was a little bit of. We kind of know this season's done. If we make it to the play-in, cool. If not, we're going to start preparing for next year. And it looks like LeBron James is on that boat as well. So by preserving himself now, it's more to get ready for next year. If Anthony Davis's foot isn't healed, maybe him playing right now is to kind of just save face. And maybe the effort isn't there because he doesn't want to overexert himself to injure himself. But obviously he can't sit sit out because you still got to show that you're you're trying to win, and they're gonna let this ride until either they make it to the plan or not, and then start focusing on the twenty three, the twenty twenty three twenty twenty four season. For us, it's 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 it sucks because we're we're gonna have to watch another Lakers season where it ends in mid April, likely. We're gonna know this probably within two weeks. I'd say we're gonna have an idea where this team will be probably by March 1. I, I, I would give it that. By March 1, if they don't go on a three or four or five game winning streak, if they're winning one game, losing one game uh, for an entire month here, the rest of February, uh, even though that a lot of that is, 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 is off for the all-star break, you're going you're gonna to start, you're going to probably start seeing the fact that they're going to scale back a little bit and make sure that they're, they don't have any debilitating injuries going into the off season. Uh, I, I attribute this loss to a combination of really two things. Uh, unfortunately, Darvin Ham doesn't know how to set a lineup 
uh, doesn't know how to adjust. Coaching is is really bad right now, and it's gotten worse. And uh, he's got new new pieces, but I don't understand why he's not playing his best pieces. He should know that. I'm sorry, guys, but when you have Vanderbilt on a, on the bench, and I know he's not a good offensive player, you have to use him on someone like Dame Lillard. Schroeder's can't guard him. Uh, why do you keep playing Schroeder and D'Angelo uh, Russell in the same at the same time? I don't. I know LeBron's out, but what are you going to do? You're going to you're probably going to switch Troy Brown Jr. out for LeBron when he gets back, and you're still going to play Schroeder and D. Russ. I don't understand his stubbornness. What is the deal with this guy and his small lineups? Has anyone asked him this? Because I. I usually can't bear the the energy to watch post game stuff anymore, especially yeah. with Sportsnet right now. Because Geeter's on there; he's a homer. That whole crew's a homer. I know James Worthy sometimes toes the line a little bit, but he's got a little bit of layaway, leeway because he's get big game James. But I can't I can't stand that the, they're not asking the, the questions. They're just being positive and trying to play the company line, which probably you know just you, you, nothing gets solved this way, guys. What the hell's the problem? Why do you keep playing, guys? that can't play in certain positions or play against certain guys. Uh, but if I had to pick the other one, is it's just Portland just wasn't missing. They weren't missing. Okay, they were open, yeah. But they were hitting shots when they weren't open either, too. And Dame Lillard was hitting shots because that's what he does. He hits shots from the logo. Uh, what I, I – they just couldn't do anything, guys. They couldn't do anything uh, because Portland came to play. And you guys heard me on on playback. I'm a little bit more uh, ferocious on there because I can be. Uh, I don't like being like that, but it's it, it, you know I think it does bring a little bit of enjoyment to to kind of get things out. But yeah, uh, Portland was on. You got to give them credit. And Darvin Ham's inability and to that gives you focus, makes you strong. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that works with this team. It works with you. Yeah, the the hate does build. The hate does build. But I still think I'd be a Jedi if I had to be. I can see the hate flowing through you right now. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It flows very well. It, actually, it actually flowed better on Saturday because you went off on a rage, and that was when the Lakers won. So, yeah. Well, that rage was because the game should have ended, you know, much earlier than it did, but because you have – incompetent officiating that's been basically the entire year and nothing's getting done. It's, it's becoming a, a, it's, it's gotten to the point where you just, what do you do? What do you do when someone keeps poking you in the face and you, you you can't do anything about it? All you can do is yell on some radio show on, 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 on YouTube at this point. I mean, I guess I could, I guess I could go to, I could, kind of work my way into the media section but i get thrown out faster than than andy dick at a nightclub so i don't and, I don't and think... actually they'll have your face right there. yeah i'd be like the al bundy don't face this guy don't in. don't write this guy a check don't accept this guy's checks the, and they'll actually install <laughs> the the same facial technology to msg for crypto.com or united do, 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 do. so so right got there. got got to be the shoes uh ad is not a top 10 player in terms of the play right now. He is a top 10 player by name, but I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever get what we had in 2020. I believe that might've been the peak because AD's body is just not responding to an 82 game season. And that that's happened before. And I, I'm not, I'm not – you guys have probably noticed I'm not really dogging AD because I think he's trying to get through it. It's just his body won't let it. He just yeah. he just won't let it. And what happens is he, he fights it, he fights it, he fights it, and then about two or three weeks in, he's just finally like, Jesus, I can't handle this pain anymore. So, yeah, we're, 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 we're in a very tough spot here coming this summer. I don't know what the hell they're going to do about rectifying this. Go ahead, so John. while we're staying in the mo- while we're staying in the moment here, th- this this needs to be pointed out and kind of exemplify this. 
exemplifies where we're at. With this loss, the Los Angeles Lakers fall two games, three losses back of the 12th place OKC Thunder, who own the tiebreaker over the Lakers. In addition, the Lakers now split the season series with the 11th place Blazers, who are seven wins clear of them in the next tiebreaker. The conference record. It's bad. So, it's so bad. What, what that basically is is whatever number they're behind, they're basically going. Especially if they lose to the, you got to add the, at least. Yeah, add you got to add one more one, one more game. game. So it's not technically three games if they're it's behind four. OKC. It's going to be four, right? Which is yeah. a which which what we're looking at twenty five games left. Uh, either LeBron decides that he wants to play the final twenty four games because I don't think he's going to play. He might play yeah. in New Orleans, but. Um, these these games he's sitting out are absolutely killing the season, and it it's it's showing that they don't really care about the season at this point. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Bring me all of the Star Trek all of the time, and I will be an incredibly happy girl. Even if it's terrible. It's like pizza. Bad pizza is still pretty good because it's pizza. Bad Star Trek is still pretty good because it's still Star Trek. That's the way that I look at it. Just let it sit in the refrigerator for a day and be cool. That's it. Yep. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. So let me ask you this. As we get back to the Lakers fast break, thanks so much again for watching and listening to all the people that are watching us around the world. Thank you again. It is truly appreciative of us going ahead and bring this to you. Thank you so much again, Joe. I want to ask you this. So when you see LeBron and again, you guys, as I think you and John said it best uh, when we closed out the uh, playback.tv slash Lakers fast break in my uh, nice way of saying F you is I'm kind of irritated, you know, and I'm trying to stay calm as best I can. But when I see LeBron partying it up at the Super Bowl and everybody booing him, of course, when he's there, I get irritated at the fact that, you know, it's not like he's not, he's, he's not, he's not playing. He's not playing. And the fact is he is, to me, it's just bad optics. I am not in love with bad optics. Okay. You know, with DraftKings, has everybody under the sun as a celebrity in their 30 second commercial that they spent seven half million dollars for. And then they just a week ago, let go 140 employees. To me, that's bad optics. That's bad optics. So when LeBron goes to Phoenix to watch the game and then sits out tonight's game, to me, that's bad optics. I, I like that you threw in that DraftKings thing. Because that irritates me, Joe. I mean, and, and only it should. And it should. And it should. And I want you guys to understand. I'm. I'm glad you correlated it with LeBron, because I'm going to use that as a good analogy on why it's because it's going to come down to real world stuff too. Why are people booing LeBron James in Phoenix? Now, you might think it's oh well, it's Phoenix. Maybe the Suns. The Suns fans don't give two craps about LeBron. Um, if it was in Toronto. It would make sense if it was in Golden State taking taking them out in 2016. That would make sense. Uh, maybe Miami for leaving. Yeah, okay. No one cares about LeBron and Phoenix. And by the way, we thought maybe it was because it's Philly fans and Philly fans hate everything in life except their own stuff. No, Philly fans are too broke to go to Phoenix and watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> Most of the people in, in, in the Super Bowl were Kansas City fans. If you go back and look, Half the stadium was Kansas City fans, and the other half were probably corporate sponsors, or whatever you the sure hell. That, that they, Fly Philly Fly was kind of loud. Yeah, Fly the Philly Fly in their in their Joe, little Joe, shanties. Joe's, Joe's correct. Joe's correct. In the, in the shanties, in 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 in, in, in the, the southie version of Philly. I know how I dude, I know where what the hell Philly is. I know where that is. I know what goes on over there. Um the gotta, thing okay, is, I was there watching the commercials and the movie trailers for my show. No, you, so you, you ask why? Why are, why do people dislike LeBron? Why do people dislike corporations like these people, like the DraftKings, right? We, we sit there and we're seeing advertisement about how we've had more. This, is an, this was an, actually an ad that was out. 
just actually a, a post that I read more than once. $16 billion was bet on this game. And this was supposed to be some, uh, hey, look at this kind of thing, right? While people are getting fired, while people are getting fired, and they're spending $7 million so that a bunch of degenerate idiots can go gamble. No, no, and- Joe. No, seven and a half for 30 seconds, plus not just Kevin Hart, not just The Undertaker. There were like seven, eight, ten celebrities in that 30 second. Yeah, commercial. and you so want you know me paying, to. And they're not cheap. They're not cheap. Yes. And then, and then I got to hear when we call these people out for the stupid crap they do, all of a sudden we hear from whatever entity out there about how, oh, you're a hater and you're this and you're that. You know why we, we get, you know why he gets booed? Because people do this and then do something else over here. And those guys are very easy to spot, especially if you're attentive and not give a crap what people think. Now, We've gone through this, and I'm not going to go through more detail on this. At the end of the day, LeBron James, as it as it pertains to the Lakers, okay, someone brought up a very good point. The moment he scored that last point to get the record, have you noticed he's been non-existent? Yes. He didn't even play the fourth quarter in that game. Because he, he said his foot was hurting him. So, LeBron James is a – Non-turnover making, even though he does have his fair share, but it's not catastrophic like a Russell Westbrook. In terms of a personality, though, LeBron is Russell Westbrook outside the court, personality-wise, the classic one step up, two steps back. He does something, one step up, that makes you go, man, I really like LeBron James. And then without an instant... Right after that, he takes two steps back and pisses you off. It just bothers me. It's just the bad act. If his, if okay, let's say, if he, God forbid, if he blown out his knee, mm-hmm. and he's on AC, and he's there at the Super Bowl, that's fine because you know he's not going to be doing anything for any time soon. Okay, or if he's playing, and he's there on an off day. Well, did you see what he fine. did? Did you see what that's, he did? Well, well, hold on. I'm just saying he, he's fine. But this is the point where he has been out. And it's kind of a tenuous whether or not he's going to be in or day-to-day. You know, that's what that's what Ham said. He's going to be day-to-day for the rest of the season. And any little thing he does to that foot on his off days might mean he not plays the next game. Did you so, see did you see how he was practicing today in Portland? I heard it was very extensive according he to looked, Dave he looked like he was hundred percent to me. He looked like he was running back and forth and dunking and turnaround dunks and going and shooting threes. This is uh, this is the problem, guys. This is the culture of let me show off how cool I am. But when it comes down to when it really matters, usually they're not around. Now, LeBron has won enough, played enough to justify a lot of the things he's done. But – if I had to analyze it in the end here, it's starting to feel very similar to to what Shaq did in his career. Shaq had a phenomenal career. He was an MVP. He did all these things. But in my book, I feel like they 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 left a few things on on the table. That's just kind of how I feel about it. I'm used to the guys that that stretch that 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 towel all the way through. I prefer those and, and guys. I don't want to totally put this on LeBron because tonight, if they would have had LeBron, well, you can, you do have to because, because he, do we win he, today if he plays? Do, you know, I don't we don't know that. We don't. Well, okay, I don't think one hundred percent. We don't know that. I mean, you have a better still, shot, right? We have a, we have definitely a better shot. I agree with you on that. Yeah. I agree with you on that. But still, LeBron would not have helped your terrible perimeter defense, and I think the poor rotations that Ham put in. I'm going to say one last thing, and I'll let Sean take the take the reins here. I I'm getting tired of flip-flopping after every show. I feel like I'm being optimistic one show and then being pessimistic or just a Debbie Downer on the next show. I don't know what else to do anymore. We're taking on the personality of this team and it's getting tiring because if we, if I'm, if I'm this way, when we win, I'm going to, I'm going to be the drip. That's probably why I don't do it. 
but it is it's tiring and we have 25 games left to deal with this uh, 25 26 sorry is 26 or 25 anybody know is it 25 no 24 24 it's 24 because remember it's 25 leading into portland remember we talked about that so yeah we're we're it's 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 start it's draining it's been draining for two years now however however rob said it this is pre-free agency so the lakers have somewhat conceded the season we have to sit here and act like we're we have a chance because we want to pump up our, our crowd here. And I'm fine with that. But at the same time, it you know, LeBron and Phoenix, you know, life being what it is, people spending millions of dollars on stupid advertisements so that people can 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 use money they don't have for their stupid businesses, yet, you know, letting go people who, who can't work now. And then they're they're gonna, you know, certain people are gonna blame. The lazy people, right? Is that how it is nowadays? Oh, they're lazy. Well, you're, you no, no, know your information before you yap. And unfortunately, most people just want to you want to yap and not really think. But it's it's you know it's a it is what it is. I guess you can't ever have everything in life. Sean, I mean, I want we want to hear from you, my friend. Appreciate you standing by on this. I mean, does it bother you? When you see this, as far as not only just what Ham's doing, who just continually just cannot find a rotation that he wants to stick with. Yes, I know there's new bodies in there. I know there's new players in there. But also as well, the fact that, you know, with LeBron, I don't know. Like like Joe says, if he looks so good in the workouts, where's the disconnect? Where's the problem that I'm seeing here with him not stepping it up, especially when the Lakers need it the most? So, Gerald, um, I don't have a beer in my hands. I have a Coke. But if LeBron sitting out tonight bothered you, give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, then, hell you, yeah, what, I did. Are you going to go ahead, grab another Coke, shake it together? Just I'm go gonna, ahead and bang it you together? You know what? I'm going to do that. all over Joe's head? I'm, I'm one of the shows coming up. I am going to do – I'll try and okay. do that. Okay. I, I've done Fair three enough. successfully. I haven't done four yet. So – so I have to actually get it right before I come on the show. But I okay, you're getting some hell yes. So you're getting some hell yes right there from the from the crew. Go ahead, Joe. I I have to say this. I I just got uh, some information on the post game interviews. So Darvin Ham was asked if he thought that the Blazers were getting an abundance of open looks tonight. Uh, Darvin Ham says. <laughs> We checked the analytical data at halftime. And according to that data, our defensive shot quality would have been number one in the league. You might be asking yourselves the question, why is Darvin Ham doing X, Y, and Z? You just got the answer. What did I tell you guys a few weeks ago? Did I not tell you he's the Dave Roberts of the NBA? He's looking at a sheet. Unless it was some kind of joke, which I hope it is. I got to watch the video, actually. I, this is just a quote. I got to watch the video because context sometimes gets lost in translation when it comes to print. If he actually did that, I who forget about Darvin Ham. That whole – whoever sent him that sheet needs to be thrown off the crypt not and, and not on the court. I'm talking on the top. Yeah. Like thrown. Yeah, okay. So so like grabbed by the ass and by the neck and thrown. I'm just gonna say this before Sean. You know, everybody's talking about fire ham. They will not fire ham until let's say like a Vogel situation where there's like only mm-hmm. one year left on his contract or something like Sick. that. They they will try to minimize their losses when it comes to ham or even Rob Palenka. The same thing, even though we all have varying opinions on Rob. And if Bob Myers came available from Golden State during the summer, drop everything, pay the man whatever blank check that you want to go ahead and have him write. Whatever and, it takes, and, you have to snap drop Rob Myers. Yeah, but you know what? The Lakers are not going to do that because Rob Palenka still has, what, three or four years left on his contract. So there's no way they're going to go ahead and choke on that kind of money. So as much as I want another GM in place, even though he did take some right steps, but then again, like I said, there's so much damage that's been done over the past two seasons 
is it really justified that he may okay when you've been getting f's on your tests for the past two years and you suddenly got an a is that does, does that mean now suddenly he's a great student no it doesn't but i still think that at this point in time they're not going to go ahead and fire palenka either anytime soon go ahead sean thanks for letting me interrupt yeah no not at all Gerald. yeah i i agree with you i don't think either one of them are are uh leaving anytime soon i will say this i think if 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 ham does doesn't at all show any improvement in the second year i think he's on the hot seat at the very least gerald mm-hmm. um, i will say this tonight the wolves won the warriors won the lakers lost again gerald we we have to make up ground any way we can and we just keep dropping games and we, we keep just looking up gerald that's all we've been doing all year just just looking up like my neck's really sore from looking up all year man i haven't looked up this year in the past two years in a long time a long time see normally as a laker as a lakers fan and as a historian you see most of the lakers playoff teams are at least 50 wins at least every once in a while 45 to 50 but for the most part 50. so now we dropped to 26 and 32 and the best we can hope for is a 50 win season if we win every single game we play and that's not gonna happen not gonna happen so now you're looking at a possibility where you basically have to like win out basically uh 24 games left you need to go 20 and 4 basically you need to play you need to play 800 basketball or better just well, let's just say play. the lakers well let's just say the lakers can sneak into a play in spot i'm trying to figure out how many games if the, the well if they win 16 and 8 let's say they go they win two out of the, every three if they go yeah. 16 and 8 that would be 42 and 40 I still think eh, you might still be on the outside looking in there. I, I really, I really think you gotta, you gotta uh, put the pedal to the metal here and try and get, you know, 18, 19, as crazy as that sounds, that's what they're going to have to do. At this point in time, the Lakers can afford to drop teams against the Eastern conference. Now they can't afford to drop games anyway, but if they're going to lose games, they they need to have those losses against the Eastern Conference opponents, not the West. You play the Rockets two more times. Outside of them, you play you play twenty you play twenty one teams who are above you combined. So they have to go fifteen and nine. Okay, twenty four games, fifteen and nine, just to get back to five hundred. If you get them somewhere in the mix of the ninth or tenth spot in the plan, is what I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah, idea. that that's probably a fair bet. Do you think they could play above their heads like that, Gerald? Not without LeBron. Yeah, not, not without LeBron, LeBron and, an AD, and an AD that's playing a little bit better on the offensive end. But again, we'll have to wait and see. Joe, do you think they can go fifteen to nine in the next stretch? And then I got to be the shoes. I will ask about that D'Lo extension. When it was twenty-seven games left, everything told me ten and seventeen in my head. Well, again, they see, they would have to go, like I said, they would have to go fifteen and nine in the next twenty-four games just to get back to five or finish the season at five. So even if they do that, it's likely that AD would end up getting hurt and LeBron would be stretched out. Yeah, that's that's what it's going to be. I, uh, I I do think at this point that the Lakers are preparing for the off season, and. You'll see D'Lo re-signed if Kyrie Irving I think doesn't it's want too, it. I, I think it's too early to tell. I well, there's people talking early, about obviously. it already. There's yeah. people talking about it already. But I, I would not I, sign him for $30 million per, because just what he's probably going to be asking for. Well, who, is there anybody out there that can sign him outright for $30, 35000000 million a year for four years? There are years? teams with cap but I don't think there's any team that's interested that has cap. They were going to pay the big, sorry, Joe, the, the big, the big issue in, in sports is that when you find yourself in a situation like this, you ultimately have to go into desperation mode. Mm. 
or desperado mode, whatever you, whatever term you want to turn here. You have to be desperate. If you look at the at just competition in general, Gerald, it's usually the most desperate that like me and Joe, me and Joe kind of talked about this the the other day on a on one of the playbacks. It's the difference between the will and the want. Everybody's got the will. You're you're in the show, you're in the league, you got the will. Nobody can ever question you about that. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? How bad do you go for that loose ball? How bad do you want that offensive rebound? How bad do you need to box out uh, Rudy Gobert? How bad do you need to make that cut? It's that just that simple. And unless you're in desperation mode, man, it's hard. It's hard to get on that streak and that level and that zone. It's just so hard. And the worst part about it is, Gerald, is that when you play these bubble teams, these teams who are like where you are, a lot of times they're in desperation mode too, so it's not like you have a you have an d- advantage either when it comes to the intangibles because that bubble team might be just as desperate as you are. So let me ask you this, guys: uh, during the playback.tv slash Sacred Fast Break, and if you're not part of it already, that's something you really need to get into because it's really a lot of fun hearing Joe unfiltered, hearing Sean unfiltered going off. And also the things that we talk about, different subjects from every single broad category that's out there, especially a lot of food talk as well. Have a lot of fun at playback.tv's House Lakers Fast Break. I made the comment that Laker Tom kind of disagreed with, and that was, I think, the coaching aspect of Darvin Ham and where he got a lot of his training from, and that was working with Mike Budenholzer. And Budenholzer, one of his philosophies is to go ahead and let teams shoot from behind the arc. Because, again, he's a very analytical coach. He uses a lot of statistics to back that up. You mentioned, Joe, tonight in the press conference that Darvin Ham was relying a lot on uh, analytics and statistics, which I agree with uh, to an extent. But sometimes the eye test tells you when somebody's really hot from behind the arc, especially someone as good as Damian Lillard, maybe you want to try to do what you can to get the ball out of his hands a little more often. Uh, Analytics are a lot like steroids in terms of uh, effectiveness in the NBA. Yes, steroids become a a fast recovery type substance, but ultimately it it doesn't really extend anything. Um, it's, It's less likely people will do extensive PEDs in the NBA because it, it it's NBA has a lot of springy type things, meaning you're, you got to make sure your ligaments are, are your ligaments are already getting a beating and that, that stuff doesn't help. <laughs> uh, so it's less, it's less of a necessity in that sport. Analytics to me are the same thing. Yes, they could help to some degree, but it's actually more of a detriment uh, because there is no analytics that can stop Dame Lillard especially in an NBA league, in an NBA rules league where you don't hand check, you can't really be aggressive uh, and everyone can shoot from half court. So I don't know what that would even mean. I don't know. What do you, what kind of sheet is going to tell you how to play defense? Defense is about want. It's got, it's about effort. And if you're not going to do it for 48 minutes, you're probably going to have a less chance, a lesser chance of, of, of winning the game. And most guys don't do that. Most guys don't have to do that. They're, they're getting paid too much money to risk, you know, putting in that effort and then getting injured. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers fast break podcast. If you want to see the coolest action figure collections out there, the stuff that you played with as a kid, hear from industry insiders that made the toys that really, truly defined who we are, and you got to check out season one of Action Figure Adventure. Check out Action Figure Adventure now, exclusively at Big Bad Toy Store. You'll get 10 episodes of awesome action figure fun. I guarantee if you grew up playing toys, you will love Action Figure Adventure. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers, unfortunately, just 
basically got trounced from the get-go, 127 to 115. Don't forget, though, that we are coming back to you here Wednesday night. We'll go ahead and have a great time here at playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. Hopefully you'll be able to join us then for the Lakers next game, which we'll go ahead and talk a little bit about more here in a little bit. Plus also going to provide some extra programming, I think. But we're still trying to figure that out. But we'll see what we can go ahead and do for you here this week at Lakers Fast Break. We had a great week last week providing you over 10 hours of coverage. So hopefully we can go ahead and do just the same. Plus we've got some stuff we're planning for the All-Star break as well. So you'll get your fix of Lakers Fast Break even in the off time right here at the Lakers Fast Break podcast. But Sean, when you talk about, I oh, see, see Joe smiling because he hears more content, more content. Sean, let me ask you this. I mean, what are the alternatives right now? When you see what's going on, the Lakers get to go through the highs of winning in, in Golden State. Then you see the absolute dud that they go ahead and lay an egg in Portland. You, I mean, you called it earlier in the show. They can't keep on doing these win one, lose one. They, they have no more time to go ahead and do it. There's only 24 games left. And you both, you and Joe, already put that out there exactly that they not they lose almost every tiebreaker that's out there. Yeah, it's ter- it's terrible actually. Uh, it's it's been a really long time since I actually saw that where a team has lost basically every single tiebreaker to every team in their own conference. It's yeah. it's remarkable. Um and um kind of pathetic too. I just wow. I'm going to go back to what I said after the trade happened and I'm going to stick by it. The operation was successful, but the patient's still going to die. That's that's my prognosis. And that's a good prognosis, but it's still a problem for those fans out there that really want to hold on to some hope that the Lakers are trying to do something. I just think it's, like I said as well, I just think it's a hemorrhaging wound, and you put a nice little cute little curate Band-Aid on it with a nice little, little maybe Hello Kitty on it that looks really cute and all. But the patient is still, like you said, hemorrhaging all this blood because you let this go so long. And this that is not a... just this season. This is two. This is just after they won the championship. That's so right. we're talking about calendar years wise. What now? It's just two and a half years, two and a half years of mistakes compounding upon each other. I know Laker Tom and I went back and forth on Lakerholics.com about the trades and how great they are and how we should be kissing Rob's booty. And I refuse to kiss Rob's booty. I said, let's wait until the end of the season before we throw flowers and, and throw pancakes at, at Rob and tell him how wonderful he is. Let's pancakes. also go. Well, I was maybe chocolate chip pancakes, but when we, why you would know, you waste now, chocolate chip pancakes on Rob Blink? Okay. Well then red velvet then, but <laughs> <laughs> most overrated food is red velvet. Uh, Well, don't tell that to my daughter, but accolades aside, I'm just, you know, my concern was let's see the product on the court. Let's see what happens before we go ahead and say, yay, Rob, yay, Rob. The thing is also as well, the fact is so much has been caused by Rob's previous two years of uh, just inability to get things done, inability to evaluate talent properly. I mean, we talked about how many times do we have to tell people they lost two first-round draft picks that they will never get back over Russell Westbrook unless we trade AD, which would compound it even further. So do you tell me, Sean, why am I, you know, people get mad at me because I wasn't kissing Rob's booty right off the right off the get-go. Am I right in my assessment that let's wait and see until we get a finished product? Uh, yes, Gerald, I'm with you right there. I mean, no offense, but we're not baking apology cake for his ass. That's that's that he is took an, a step in the right direction. He did. He did. Yeah, he he did. did. Those so, were some good so, moves. I would give so him credit he get, for that. He, get, he gets flowers and a nice box of chocolates, but we're not going, we're not spending good money on an ice cream cake for Rob Polinka just yet as an apology for, for turning this season around because he hasn't. So let's say the Lakers go, well, let's say the Lakers go 14 and 10 and they just miss the playoffs. 
are we still going to be happy because the Lakers finished, you know, a closing run on the over 500? No, 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 we're, we're not, uh, we're not going to be looking forward to either being a, a seventh or an eighth seed and maybe losing in five or six games. That's not uh, going to be a satisfying season for any Lakers fan. So what about you, Joe? I mean, again, we, we, we complimented Rob and rightly so. Those were some good moves. Those were the moves that you were hoping he would make two and a half years ago. But unfortunately, he didn't. And, and you know, it's almost, again, you're putting water on a barn that's already burning down. Yeah, that's great that you're putting the water there. But again, how much time this team has left irritates me the fact that you're doing these good moves now when it's almost too late. Well, in his defense, the, these deals don't happen three months ago. This is a league that waits until the end when they know for sure what they're going to get. And that's that would be a dumb move if they made these moves three months ago. It was simply, well, no one's given us a first-round pick for Vanderbilt. Screw it. We'll trade but him the idea is, You get the idea, Joe, building, putting shooters around LeBron. You know what hasn't changed, Gerald? Taller guards. Since, yes. the, since, since the deadline, you know what hasn't changed? What's that? LeBron. He's still doing exactly what he was doing before that. And we've talked about this before. We talked about this, and in my book, was the kind of the nail in the coffin, so to speak, after winning five games and sitting out a very important game and losing that game in a close one that eventually might have been a win. And you win six in a row. Is that what you're talking about? Correct. It's not – so Rob – Rob listened to LeBron, which he's still to blame. He's the general manager. He can tell LeBron, go sit down. He made a massive mistake, okay? Rob Palinka deserved everything he got the last year and change. But Rob Palinka righted the ship a week ago. He righted the ship a little. So, therefore, you give him credit for doing that because that's how you're supposed to do it. There's one thing that hasn't changed, though, and that's LeBron James' availability. So until he decides that he wants to earn his money this year, does everyone understand what I'm saying? I don't care about LeBron's – I don't even care about LeBron's previous games this year. I'm talking about today and tomorrow and the rest of the year, okay? I don't live in the past. I mean, I guess I do when I'm by myself and I want to watch an old Laker game, maybe game six, game seven of some series. Cool. But I'm talking about today, February 13th, 2023. We got our asses kicked tonight because our main cog is not playing. And he's practicing like he's getting ready for the Olympics. And all of a sudden he's not playing in a game that we cannot afford to lose if you want to do something this year. And to say that you don't have a chance this year makes you even more ignorant because the West is wide open and you've owned Denver when you've been full, at full strength, right? You, 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 you've you owned them. So you got a you got AD and you got LeBron. They're going to be scared a little bit. Probably won't beat them, but they'll be scared. And maybe we can get away with it. I don't know. We'll, we're never going to know, though, because – Everyone keeps taking a day off. Keeps taking a day off. Oh, okay. Next thing you know, it's going to be March. Oh, we're going to take a day off. Next thing you know, April. We're going to take a day off. Well, guess what? You know what our record's going to be if they continue to do this? I'm going to call it now. It'll be 35 and 47. That's what the record will be. Saying that they can get the 41 and 41 is actually a good thing because they probably get the last seed. They probably get the last seed if they do that. You know why? Because right now, Utah's 29 and 30, and they have the 10th seed. Golden State is 29 and 28, and they have the 9th seed. So they the all Lakers, won tonight. They all won, and we lost. Everyone won and, and except us tonight, which was the worst thing that could have happened because not only that, we got the tiebreakers being a problem now, and then we got the Pelicans tomorrow. You could maybe even say if they lose tomorrow Wednesday. that they might be done. Cooked. 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 Tomorrow sure. might be kind of the unofficial loss that ends the season. So I hope they 
get their act together and get going here. That one's a huge momentum game. So after the Pelican, so the Pelicans lost ten in a lost ten in a row. Since then, they've won four out of five, including beating us. And if they win again, that's five out of six. And I believe they'd be in a tie for six. I'm sorry, not tomorrow, Wednesday, not tomorrow. That's Wednesday, what I said. Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday. But yeah, that's a big game. That's a big game for a lot of reasons. That's funny, um, Eduardo. <laughs> Hey, uh, <laughs> Suggs, I uh, I commented the, on Lakers ball today on this. If it wasn't for Suggs dropping uh, Rivers, Mo, Mo was about to throw a haymaker at him. He would have been suspended probably for a month. <laughs> See, it's not so much the – the, uh, and I understand what Joe and, uh, and other Laker fans are saying about uh, – you know, a lot of the Western Conference teams are bunched up as far as losses are concerned. Because we're we're getting into the weeds now in the last twenty games, what's really what's most important is conference records. That's what's more important here than losses. Because it, if you have a if you have a decent or very good conference record, though you can you can overlook some of the losses. But if but if you're the Lakers and you're Two and nine in your own division, and out outside of that, I believe Gerald. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think they've only won five or six games yeah. the rest of the way against the Western Conference. Thirteen and twenty is their record in the Western Conference. Yeah. So they're two and nine against everybody in their own division. That's right. So the Lakers have a record of thirteen and twenty in the conference. The six C Clippers have a conference record of 17 and 16 now the 31 and 28 but because they have they have a, a a huge um advantage there it's almost as if the Lakers have to again as Joe was saying it's like whatever tiebreaker they have add a plus one they have to be a game better than every other team once again it's the Lakers fast break the Lakers unfortunately just don't get it done tonight when they needed to. Another game gone by the wayside that they really needed. 127 to 115 to the Portland Trailblazers. We'll be back for sure on Wednesday night. Please join us at 7 p.m. for our playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. We had a great time. Had uh, Anaheim Lakers, John McCallion, Nick Molina. You had Sean, Laker Tom, Joe there, myself. It was a great time. Hopefully everybody be able to get a chance to go there. And if you were part of it, thank you so much for doing so. Then afterwards, of course, the best Lakers post game in town. We get we we shoot yeah. at you real. We yeah. shoot John, at you straight. Just just make sure you're not like John on still doing dial up. You know, come on, get some get some real internet here. Uh, he was having some internet trouble. That's okay. He finally got some, a fix. Every other day, this is a problem. You gotta gotta up to you gotta go up to that. What was that net zero service? He was that doing was... well on his own feed on the John McCallion channel, which you should I like get... and subscribe there on YouTube. I guess California I've has just, as I've much trouble with the internet as Canada does now, eh, John? Hmm? Uh, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> oh, John McCallion. Uh, just go ahead and make sure you like and subscribe to his channel. John's uh, great. The, subscribe to his channel, everybody. Playback. Yeah, TV he's, he's not that great. Break. He says he has the most expensive Verizon plan. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Okay, fair enough. But before we head on out, guys, uh, please. Let... <laughs> PNC. Oh my gosh, PNC did it again. Uh... <laughs> you should trademark that word, PMC. Uh, uh, that's yeah. He should. You should go ahead and trademark that. But before we head on out, guys, uh, some final thoughts on what we need to do Wednesday. No Zion. Because uh, it was reported yesterday that Zion had a setback in his uh, rehabilitation and training, getting back into shape to for a return. And now it looks like he's going to be out even more weeks after the All-Star break. So the Lakers don't have an excuse, especially if LeBron is supposedly coming back on Wednesday to play one game before the All-Star game. And that still blows my mind that he's prioritizing playing in the All-Star game more than playing for the Lakers now. But before we head on out, guys, let me know what needs to get done for Wednesday night's game against the New Orleans Pelicans. Now that we have Jared Vanderbilt, 
that's better than Patrick Beverly checking Brandon Ingram. So I have some optimism there that uh, Brandon's not going to make every 16-footer and everything within to the rim without uh, resistance because that was just horrible to watch. Uh, a six-one man trying guard statue shooting a basketball. So let's put a statue on a statue and try to uh, ameliorate cooperation amongst the team to win. Just win. Damn, guys, just win. Before the All-Star break, just win the game. Joe, any last thoughts before we head on out, my friend? Even if they win this game Wednesday, it's we're right back to... Five games all, under 500. Starting yeah. to feel all the feels, and then they'll come back. I don't want New Orleans to have as good of a pick as they can, so we need to win as many games as luckily, possible. Luckily, we, we avoided a lot of what might have happened. I mean, we could still get lucky and get the first pick, but I don't know how likely that is. Um, it's just uh, – I don't see it. Even this new infusion of talent and just the way it's being infiltrated into the system of Darvin Ham's system, the way he's still playing off and letting a guy like Damian Lillard go off like he did tonight, it's just frustrating to see how the Lakers will continue to go ahead and have this one up, one down. The late, you know, if they have LeBron, I think they will beat the Pelicans. But, you know, this win one, lose one, it's not going to help you when you're five games under 500, Sean. No, Gerald, it's not. Well, right now they're six, but they would be 500 with a win on Wednesday night. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And what, so, if we went 500 the rest of the way last year, we were 33 and 49. That would make this year 37 and. 45 that's not good that's not good at all and that's not even i wouldn't even call that even though technically it'd be an improvement that wouldn't be an improvement over last year's product it would kind that's of be games right. under 500 yes yes as opposed to 16 oh way to go coach ham you got us to halfway mediocrity gerald I understand the moves had to be made when they were made, you know, and a lot of people can play hindsight here and say, well, you know, if he made the moves two or three weeks prior, well, you know, maybe Danny Ainge wasn't in a mood to make those moves two or three weeks ago. And what are you going to do? Keep him on the phone for two weeks? No, it's like, I'll call you when, when I want to make a deal. That's basically how it works. Sometimes you don't get the answers you want, right, Gerald? When it comes to what Laker Tom was saying, I will give him credit because he did mention, you know, we're all so high in the trades, and we still are. But, uh, guys, he did say that maybe that's why some of these guys were traded and why these guys were playing as few minutes as they were in some cases. Like Bamba, you know, his situation, you know, wasn't the greatest in Orlando. Vanderbilt was coming off the bench. Beasley couldn't crack the starting rotation on a 500 team. There may be some reasons why. And then, of course, D'Angelo Russell, everybody knows his story in Minnesota and how they wanted him off the team very bad about how well they played when he was sitting on the bench and how well they played when he was on the floor are like two completely different stories. Yeah, you got to let this play out. There's a lot of talk right now, even right now, that Lakers are going to go a different direction with Kyrie's still. But I think that's just more news that people need to click on. I like D'Angelo on this team if LeBron is playing. He brings an element of ball handling and shooting ability. Uh, Beasley can shoot as well. It's going to look much different when LeBron is playing, and we have to see how that plays out. My headset is like dying a slow death here, but before we head on out, guys, just want to go ahead and thank you so much for watching and listening. Truly appreciate it. It is the Lakers fast break. Sean, any last thoughts before we head on out? Believe it or not, I still have a small amount of faith that they can pull it out of their behinds this year and start moving towards a respectable 
product. I really think that it's possible for them to actually win 16 of the next 24 games, believe it or not. Even though I was the one who said that the uh, the operation was successful, but the patient's still going to die. That's my prognosis, but I hope I'm wrong. And let's hope that they go on a winning streak here. It starts before the All-Star break. Last thoughts. I think I've given you all my thoughts. The Lakers are who they who we think they are. And we have a countdown in about by the end of the month. We're going to know whether this team's going to make the playoffs or not. That's my prediction for the rest of the month. But go ahead and support us today. Lakers fast break at yahoo.com. Thanks so much, everybody, for watching and listening. Be a part again at playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. And go ahead and make sure you're joining us. And we'll see you Wednesday at the Lakers fast break podcast.